Diversity is to be celebrated, not feared. Unfortunately, but not surprisingly, racism is alive and well in my hometown, as it is in any other community in the United States. When I was in my early teens, however, I got very lucky. I was befriended by 13-year-old Jimmy Garcia. Jim was as different from me as any person I had ever met. He was bold and I was timid. He was sure of himself and I wasn't. He said what was on his mind and I tried to keep most of my thoughts to myself, not wanting to hurt anyone's feelings. He was also the first person I'd ever spent any time with who wasn't white. Our first summer as friends, Jim decided that we needed to make some serious money. And somehow, he came up with the bright idea of cleaning bricks. So for almost three months, every morning, at the crack of dawn, I would crawl out of bed, walk the length of Michigan Boulevard, and meet Jim at the corner of Michigan and Walnut. I never met him at his house. That wasn't allowed. Jim's family didn't have a lot of money, and he wasn't proud of where he lived. Although this was never talked about, he kept that and other hurts to himself. Jim didn't like to burden other people with his problems. Once at work, which was a good mile away, Jim and I would begin what to this day is still the hardest job I have ever had. The object was to clean up old used bricks, which had been deposited by big dump trucks and even bigger piles, and get them ready for use on new construction projects. To do this, you had to take a hand axe and chop off all the old mortar, which is a lot more difficult to do than it sounds. We also had to do it while sitting on the hard, sun-baked ground with no shade anywhere in sight, during what had to be one of the hottest summers of my youth. At the end of the day, if you hadn't died from heat stroke and still had all of your fingers left, you took your clean bricks and stacked them neatly on old wooden pallets. For every clean brick that the boss said was in pretty good shape, you made three quarters of a penny. The only other people who seemed willing to do this kind of work were bums. They would bring their wine, and as the day wore on, they were much more eager to steal our bricks than to clean their own. Fortunately, Jim was determined that we get full credit for every brick we cleaned, and more than once I watched him, with his axe raised high in the air, stare down very rough-looking men two or three times our age. Somehow, we both survived that summer, and soon thereafter, found ourselves the starting guards on our high school basketball team. For two years, we teamed up to help direct our team to a win and loss record, which I'm sure both of us would like to forget. Jim was an even worse shot than me, which is really saying something. But on defense, he was the most respected member of the team. He usually was assigned to guard the other team's top scorer, and he would spend the entire game scratching and clawing to take the ball away. His tenacious and determined approach to basketball and life was something that I really admired and my respect for him continued to grow throughout our high school years. When Jim and I graduated from high school, we went our separate ways. Many years later, we accidentally bumped into each other at the California State Fair, exchanged handshakes, introduced our wives, and promised to stay in touch. We never did. A few years after that, we were once again brought together, this time by the tragic death of a childhood friend of ours. After the memorial service, Jim and I talked at length about our friend and growing up together. When it was time to go, Jim did something really out of character for him. He reached over and hugged me, and he wouldn't let go. 
Part of that hug belonged to our friend, but a part of it also belonged to Jim and me and the youthful years we had spent together trying to work out differences and understand the cultures, very different worlds actually, which had shaped our lives. That struggle made necessary in me because that there were so many qualities in Jim Garcia that I aspired to, forced me to confront early in life the absurd premise upon which racism is based, and allowed me to grow up understanding that cultural and racial differences are to be celebrated, not feared. There was a time in my community, and it wasn't that long ago, when local realtors and decision makers worked very hard to make sure people of color didn't end up living here. And as diversity has come to our city over the years, white flight has been part of the reaction to it, especially with so many people concerned that their kids get into safe schools and environments where everyone is more or less alike and where the goal seems to be to eliminate all the problems, good and bad, inherent when people of different ethnic and cultural backgrounds interact with each other. What a tragedy, though, that so many of those young people will never get a chance to grow up with a friend like Jimmy Garcia.